0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, June 17th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Concealed carry license holders can no longer carry guns on Portland public school campuses, the Oregon Capitol, Portland International Airport, or other public education buildings. PPS took steps this week to ban licensed carriers on campus. Until Senate Bill 554 went into effect last September, concealed carry license holders could claim they had the right to defend themselves and that they could lawfully carry weapons in public places. But Senate Bill 554 closed that loophole and extended the ban to the Capitol and Portland airport. For years, Oregon State University and University of Oregon claimed to have total bans on firearms in university buildings and sports venues, but those rules didn't apply to people with licenses to carry a concealed weapon. Licensed carriers can be charged with a misdemeanor now for carrying guns in those places. Oregon's Higher Education Board banned guns inside buildings at the state's seven universities in 2012. Oregon State and University of Oregon spokespeople said Wednesday their institutions are considering whether to extend bans to outdoor spaces on campus as well. Oregon health officials say they've identified what is likely the first known monkeypox infection. The man appeared to have traveled to a place with confirmed cases before falling ill. Oregon is describing the case as probable and is awaiting confirmation from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This would be one of 99 cases identified so far in the country. The person was identified as an adult man. He is isolating. Monkeypox usually starts showing symptoms within two weeks of exposure, and it frequently includes headache, muscle aches, and fever. A rash follows one to three days later, often on the face and spreading to limbs, which leads to fluid or pus-filled bumps. The Oregon Health Authority stressed that the virus does not spread easily and usually requires, quote, prolonged close contact to be transmitted. Sexual partners of an ill person or those caring for them are at increased risk, according to the health agency. 20 states in Washington, D.C. have reported cases since May 17th. There have been no reported deaths thus far in the United States. Two dozen people were arrested last week on outstanding federal and state warrants as a team of law enforcement officers fanned across the Portland area last week. The local, state, and federal teams targeted alleged repeat gun, drug, and other violent crime offenders as part of what they called Operation Safer Multnomah. The five-day raid ran through Saturday. Officials seized 21 guns, nine of which were reported stolen, three ghost guns, and a modified 22 caliber rifle with a suspected homemade silencer. Officers also seized 3 pounds of methamphetamine, 19 grams of heroin, and nearly 450 counterfeit prescription pills suspected of containing fentanyl. Among the arrested were men wanted on murder or attempted murder warrants. One was tied to a rash of armed robberies, another was linked to a fatal drug overdose, and another was a fugitive accused of a sex crime in Idaho. The Portland area is still in the grips of record numbers of homicides and drug overdoses tied to fentanyl. A new documentary from a Portland filmmaker and Willamette Week investigative reporter Nigel Jaquist tells the disturbing story of the Boy Scouts of America's long-standing sex abuse scandal. Leave No Trace begins streaming Thursday on Hulu. Filmmaker Irene Taylor worked with Jaquist and others on the project. It examines how generations of boys and men allege they were sexually abused by the Boy Scouts organization and members within it, and how the Scouts failed to act for a generation. The Boy Scouts filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 2020 in the wake of what was expected to be thousands of victims coming forward. The Oregonian and Oregon Live and other news organizations fought for the release of the so-called perversion files, a record of allegations of abuse that the Boy Scouts of America had compiled and previously kept confidential The newsroom put a searchable link to the files on Oregon Live. Jake was interviewed Boy Scouts leaders and victims for the project. He's also one of the producers. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.